Welcome back to Lights, Camera and Life. It's Franklin. And I'm Lady. Um, today we're going to be talking about quite an interesting topic. Um, I think it's something that um, we've always sort of alluded to after specific films. It's um, black British actors um, sort of taking up uh, historically African-American roles. Um, I mean, what, what, what do you think about this? Yeah, it's... Um... I think I remember going back to a conversation that we were having probably as far back as maybe April time, March, April time. Mm. And to be honest, I can't actually remember what we had watched or what it was that made us start talking about that. I can't remember anything of 2020. Um, It's been such a whirlwind year. It has. (laughs) And we were talking about black British actors for some reason. Yeah. You know, this is not a very exciting story so far. Um, and it was in that conversation that you brought up um, an interview that Samuel L. Jackson um, had done somewhere back in 2017, Mm. um, where he made some very specific comments on this issue about black British actors and his views on them. It's probably important for us to state that these are his views. Mm. Um, Definitely not mine, (laughs) but we'll come back to that later. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's it. I think the conversation kind of became a rolling one for us, and um, you know, confession time. We had intentions to record this podcast probably back in April, May, but all sorts of things and other reviews came up. Yeah, which yeah. We're only just yeah. doing it now. So um, it's almost coincidental that we're making this podcast at a time where there's been an awakening of consciousness you know within the realm of racial inequality but at the same time i think it's a good time to discuss it yeah. as well do yeah. you think yeah i think so yeah um, i mean for me um that that what i think sparked that was a video that my uncle sent to me yeah. which was a discussion on what samuel jackson said in that interview and actually when i started thinking about it i realized how multi-layered the argument was yeah. and i thought this would be perfect for the podcast don't you think and i think as we were speaking about it and we've not spoken about it in great depth i think we've had some conversations but then when we realized it would be an interesting thing to record and discuss on the podcast like we, I kind of banned you from talking about it yeah <laughs> so yeah. I don't think I actually do know everything you think about it and vice versa yeah and I mean it's it, the, the great thing is also we can talk about film as well which is always good because that's what we're meant to be doing that's what we're meant to, no <laughs> yeah but it's like the examples that we'll be pulling from are from different films so yeah. we're still talking about some, films. some amazing yeah. films as well so baby imagine we're at we're at the table huge Christmas turkey which is this issue of you know of British, black British actors taking on historically uh, historically African American roles. You've got your carving knife. Let's dig into it. <laughs> what I've do you never, think? I've never carved the turkey before. Have not, you not? I've not been given the the responsibility. But anyway, on yeah. this occasion, <laughs> on this occasion um, I think it's useful just to remind ourselves of what we're actually talking about. So. Mm. Um, in brief, and I'm sure probably we can post the link. What did he say in that interview? I think that's a good. Um, place you know, to start. it was it was quite a long interview. It was with um, a radio station called Hot ninety seven in, in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, when you watch the full interview, it's um, quite a laid back um, setup. And you know, to be as objective as possible to Samuel Jackson, they talk about a lot of things. Um, and there's a, probably about a two-ish, two, three-minute segment where the conversation starts to lead on to, um, you know, the casting of black British actors in roles Mm. that are specifically about American race relations. Mm. And 
um, to more or less quote him, one of the specific things he says, and one of the specific things that we wanted to talk about is when he said, you know, and I quote, <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of black British actors in these movies. I tend to wonder what that movie, so the, that movie in particular is Get Out, mm. um, which starred Daniel... Great film. Yeah, great, great film. It yeah. starred Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya mm. um, who's a British actor. So just to go back, he says, I tend to wonder what that movie would have been with an American brother who really feels that. Mm-hmm. He goes on to say some more stuff about how Daniel, um, the main actor in Get Out, Daniel grew up in the country where they have been interracial dating for 100 years. What would a brother from America have made of that role? Some things are universal, but not everything. Mm. So, you know, um, I mean, why not I just carry on? <laughs> he they then, you know, as I said, in this like two to three minute segment, he also touches a bit on um, uh, Selma. Mm-hmm. So another really big film, which was um, led by a British actor, David Oyelowo. Yeah. Um, where he says, um, there are some brothers in America who could have been in that movie who would have had a different idea about how King thinks, that being Martin Luther King, mm. who the film is about. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> I feel like a news reporter, but he always, I think it's interesting to hear some of the specific things he said. So They asked him about why mm. um, black British actors are cast in American roles. And again, these are just his views. But one of the other things he said is that... Um, you know, they're cheaper than us for one thing, i.e. Yeah. British actors are cheaper than American actors. Okay. They don't cost as much. Um, and they, who we, I think he's implying to sort of casting agents, are better trained um, because they think they're better trained, sorry, because they're classically they're trained. They're classically trained. So it's along those, and, and it, I'm glad you actually run through what he said, because it's along those three points that he raised that I think we're going to talk about. The first point being that Black American actors bring a unique and authentic angle to historically African-American roles. The second being that black British actors are cheaper. (laughs) And then the third one, that black British actors are classically trained. Now, it's interesting for me because he used two examples, right? Mm. Where he used Get Out and he used um, Selma. And I think that those two films are great examples of why he's right and why he's wrong. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean by that? Okay, so I think that Get Out, he's definitely wrong. To to, to say it quite simply, um, the uh, experiences of a uh, a, a black person dating, uh, uh, you know, someone of another race in an interracial um, sort of relationship, Mm. I think that experience is quite a universal experience at this time. Um, I don't think it's just an experience that is unique to America in any way. So I think in England, that feeling that you would get or that feeling that black people have gotten as feeling like outsiders in an interracial relationship is almost the same as what happens there. However, in Selma, I do think that that is such a specific role and because of the plethora of talent in, in, in the States, that maybe that role would have been better suited to someone who was of, of, of American um, descent. Also, I do think that it would relate more to their struggle because mm. there is a dissimilarity in 
the, the, the black British plight historically yeah. versus the African-American plight. Now, it's very important that we make that distinction. In terms of historical, um, the, uh, historical milestones of the black British experience versus the African-American experience, there is a difference. However, when we're both faced with this horrible monster that is racism, yeah. we're, we're the same. You there's, do, there's more that unites us than separates. Than separates us, and ultimately, I hope this is what comes across in our in in our discussion that this is actually quite ridiculous when we're talking about <laughs> yeah. it. But it's interesting to break it down. Do, yeah. do, do you see I know I agree, and I I think that it's important whilst when we are thinking about it because I I think when I first listened to what he said, mm. my kind of gut feeling was like like just one yeah. of those comments that makes you think why like, <laughs> why, why Sam yeah, why yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on Sam you know mother. <laughs> um and i was like what why why is it such a it was quite it's quite a triggering statement for me i found and um i suddenly found myself you know getting a bit defensive about films some of which i've not actually even seen myself Mm. um and i was oh you know why is that really and i I think for me actually when one of the things i have to remind myself is that samuel l jackson is not a spokesman for all of black america it's very easy to get into that mindset but we we don't know, for example, what the radio hosts thought. We don't know what every other American or black American... Well, we, we watched that interview and their disposition, their body language, um, in a way, made me think that they disagreed. Possibly, but it's, it's hard. But you can't read people's minds. Yeah, so that's It's difficult true. Yeah. to say for yeah. sure. Um, and I think kind of, to, in a way, it's what you alluded to at the end, that he, you know, for example, with a film like Selma, in some ways you think he's right, in other ways he's wrong. Mm. Um, for me, it's it's not really the question about, you know, would a black American brother have, you know, brought something different to the role? That's actually quite an interesting theoretical mm. question. Mm-hmm. I think that that is not the thing that made me feel quite offended when I first listened to what he said. Well, the, the cheaper part was, a, that was a great start in, in this <laughs> offensive... <laughs> It, but it's, it's not the question because it is an interesting question yeah. theoretically you know if if in some theoretical world we could have you know a british actor and then an american actor mm. to do the and we could watch the two films in parallel how interesting an experiment would that be you know which one would be better you know there's still a lot of other variables that will make the two films different and it won't purely be because of which but side of the pond you were born I always but like, it's, it's an, in, it's an it's interesting, an interesting argument what i just wanted to quickly say sorry to, to interrupt you um is that if you look at it from the, from the outside perspective aren't we also taking this as just because we're the same colour as uh, the brothers across the pond, mm. that's why we must have this shared experience and actually are entitled to acting in these roles. Because, and this is where the Selma part, I, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, is something where I do think that if I had a, you know, my great-grandfather was very much a product of this system, that maybe it would mean more. At the same time, if I didn't know my grandfather, it's just something I learned, what makes it different for me than someone who's learnt it in in black in in a, in a British school? You know, it's it's very interesting. I think that's why I say it, it is a valid point, but it was actually very disappointing to listen to the way the he put it out. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think to you know to admit that you've not even seen Get Out and then yeah. have quite strong opinions on how it, for me is just kind yeah. of quite throwaway. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think it's the, it's, it just seemed like he made a lot of assumptions about... Hella assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> about what it must be like to be a black British person. Yeah. The things that we 
have and haven't gone through. He uh, he seemed to know a lot without having really done much research. And about, let's get you know, this clear: that a hundred years of interracial dating. I can assure you. <laughs> I was like, you what? You what? <laughs> you what, mate? <laughs> In the night, in, in, in nineteen twenty-five, like... there wasn't like interracial couples going down <laughs> Regent's Park, like top of the morning to you, <laughs> Sir Negro. And that's the and that's the thing. Like, I I think that probably a lot of what he said was quite throwaway, and I almost wonder if he was. And he has it. He has actually in further interviews had to clarify exactly what he meant and had a bit of a softer tone. I think some of it was throwaway and not entirely thought out. And it's almost again, it's difficult when we've not had the chance yeah. to interview Samuel L. Jackson ourselves. Maybe to, one day. <laughs> maybe one day to to figure out how much of what he said is factual. You know, I did quite by quite, I'd say like what like half an hour's worth of digging to yeah. try and get a sense of what different actors are paid for different films, and I found it quite hard to get a sense. So. I don't know exactly where Samuel L. Jackson's got that information about the cost of British actors versus American, but I guess you could argue that he is, probably has more of an in in the industry than we do. So it, it may be true. We don't actually well, know that. Well, I think that, uh, first of all, what I was going to say is, I think that what he said channeled into that uh, American bigotry mm. in that way, where it's just that general... I'm not, not saying all Americans are, are, are bigots. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But this attitude of not actually researching your facts on other countries. I don't think that's an American feature. I think that's a bit harsh. I think that it's a feature that some people, including Samuel L. Jackson, on this topic. Yeah. So, show, I apologise. You know? It's definitely not an American thing. But there are certain, you know, almost Trump-like in, mm. in a way of discussing other countries mm. outside of America. That's what I meant. Not, yeah. not American. I do apologise. Um, I think with the cheaper thing, there might be a point. Because you have... Um, I think that with black British actors and British actors in general, there is this thing of breaking America. Yeah. And what that means is you will have to work probably twice as hard mm. and maybe not command as much. Mm. I think for, 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 for a film producer, to, if I'm making a film on Selma, you know, would I have to pay as much to Denzel Washington, who's already an established actor, who's probably acted in so many films, or would I have to pay to Samuel L. Jackson, probably not the best cast for, for Selma, um, or um, who else? Uh, Lawrence Fishburne or Whit Forrest, Whitaker, mm. uh, Forrest Whitaker, as opposed to David Oyelowo, who people do not know. Now, I've, I, I, but I do think that what I will get, and we must not overlook this, is that I will get someone who is cheaper because he's trying to break into America mm. and will probably act his, you know, act so hard. His little British butt off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, to make sure that he, he does it. And I think that's true. But again, it's, it's just the assumptions. It's the assumption that... Um, casting directors don't have their own mind and they can't, you know, um, audition X number of black people wherever they come from and choose the best one on the day. It's the assumption that they're not doing that, which may well be true, but mm. in that case, I think you should really be taking your fight out with them, not mm. poor Daniel, who's just <laughs> trying to catch a break, quite literally. And I, you know. and exactly. it's, it's the assumption that, you know what is happening in Britain and the things that black British people go through are, are in no way reminiscent or it then makes it impossible for us to, as an actor or actress, get into the role of, you know, what's happened in America historically. You know, mm. it's there's there was a lot of things that he seemed to be assuming that felt quite bitter and just you like, oh okay, like clearly when I when I watch a film with, you know, um someone who is, you know, black American or African American 
um, I, you know, I see a lot more similarity than I see difference. But listening to what Samuel Jackson thought, oh well, clearly not everyone thinks the same. And it was, it was just a bit of a bitter pill to swallow. Well, really. I, when he, when I was actually doing research into this, I thought, okay, maybe there's an angle from which Samuel Jackson is coming from, and maybe if we start looking at the actual differences in the African American um, to the Black British experience. You then start to see the sub, the, 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 and this is really wrong. I, I, I hate that I'm doing this, but I think for the, for the purpose of argument and for, you know, for analysis that we have to, you have the African-American, you have the black British, you have first generation African-Americans. Do these subcategories mean that certain roles are better suited to people? I sometimes do think that it's true. Now, why? I think that from, from, from one point in, 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 in this, it's an accent thing. You know, sometimes it's quite obvious that a black British yeah. accent, like, you know, Daniel Kaluuya's accent was, you know, was not that. It's because the American accent is so well developed in other parts of the world that people are well copied. Mm. But I do think that sometimes, why didn't you just get an American actor to do that? And, that, and, that's, and that's the thing we don't know. And considering that, I, uh, and I'm talking from the American audience point of view, I don't know Daniel Kaluuya that well what would have been the difference of taking an up-and-coming African-American actor mm. to play that role, to have an authentic accent, than Daniel Kalu, who's come over? And, and, and this is purely for... I'm playing the devil's advocate here. What was the difference? What was the thinking in that? Or is it that Daniel Kalu already had a bit of clout because he's done some things, but he understands that means he can come over and take those roles from someone who should have got it? And it leads me into... Um, the, the deeper part of this, uh, those African American roles or the African or the the African American role in Hollywood act as some sort of avenue for for black people to escape poverty or some sort of reparation. So in that case, well, I think that's where Samuel Jackson sometimes was alluding to the the economic gain from acting in the, in in such historically African American roles should go to the people who historically were disenfranchised because of it. And as a result of that, channeling that out of the community that suffered from it is a way quite disappointing. I think theoretically you can answer yes to all of those things, but and it's you know I I think I've been pretty harsh on Samuel, on Samuel dear Samuel <laughs> <laughs> this whole way through because I disagree Samuel with Samuel to Canal. <laughs> with, with I disagree with a lot of what he said, but. Yeah. I you know I have to say again his point was valid and the question was interesting it's it's just the way he chose to go about saying it I I did I really yeah, didn't like yeah. and you know and ult ultimately I it, yeah. I agree with a lot of what he's saying you know it's I'm you know you could if you'd have to be quite naive to say that it's a complete coincidence that some of these very big films which have been you know films that tell the story of of Black America have had British actors you know, at the forefront, that, that can't be a coincidence, surely. There's yeah. something is going on um, because it's not like there are no young, breaking out black American actors. So something is going on, but it, it just seems like, you know, someone like Samuel L. Jackson, who has a lot of clout and a lot of power in the industry, from, yeah. my, from my perspective anyway, yeah. Yeah. Sh could very easily just shift his gaze and, and target, you know, the people who are making these films, yeah. you know, and, and try and increase representation from there, not the poor actors from across the world who are just trying to to, to catch a break and make a living at the end of the day. And then I'm going to talk about what this exact thing you said. I'll talk about that towards the end. But um, some of the films that you mentioned where this is an actual case, you said Get Out with Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. Um, Selma with Del David Yellowo. Or, yeah. or Yellowo. 
um, who actually has lived in Nigeria for, he's got quite a, 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 an interesting background. Um, Naomi, um, no, uh, what's his name? Chiwetelo Ejiofor for 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. Now, this is going to feed into what I was going to say. Moonlight with, with Naomi Harris uh, and Harriet Tubman, Cynthia Envo. Now, for Harriet Tubman and 12 Years a Slave and possibly Selma, there's something about those roles that I think are better suited to a classically trained actor. Quite possibly, but... It's, that's, what, that's, that's what you, I mean. There's so, you know what, there's so many, assum- saying, there's so yeah, many but... assumptions that we are making, and and that's why I, you know, as a as a thought experiment, mm. what I all I wish and was that's what Samuel, it really is a yeah, thought yeah, experiment. All I wish yeah. was that Samuel L. Jackson took out the kind of digging comments about the cost of an actor, mm. um, about you know what it, you know, the implication that it would definitely be better if an American person did it. Mm. Not not necessarily. No, not necessarily. It yeah. might be, but it's an interesting thought experiment yeah. and. To then use that as a springboard to say, you know, what can we actually do to to increase representation amongst what yeah. is what is now an underrepresented group in Hollywood, you know? Yeah. But it's you know you're assuming that we you know we didn't even know who how the audition process worked. No, you know, there's you know, so you know, much that you know, goes into that. Up on yeah. The day. What if you're that, a great American actor exactly, and you just yeah. fudged it on the day? Sorry. Or you, you <laughs> know, you, you just do you, yeah. There are so many factors that you can't completely come up with this theory without including all of them. Yeah. And just for the complete development of my idea and what I was saying there. A lot of these roles, you know, especially in 12 Years a Slave, the, the scripting in that is very... The, the English is quite archaic. Yeah. It's, it's a very difficult script, mm. which I think would be better suited to someone who has actually had to handle or tackle that sort of script. Mm. Chiwetel Ejiofor is a classically trained actor. Mm. I think he did very well. Would yeah. there have been an, American, an African-American actor who would have done just as well? I'm pretty sure there is. And this is where it is. It's neither black or white. Nice. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it's, 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 these are not opposites. It's not binary. It's not, oh, if we don't have a black American actor, we must have a black. It's whoever is the best for the job. For that role, it, it kind of mm. has to be a black person. But yeah. there are so many different varieties or so many different factors which a person can embody to come in and do that role. Mm. And it shouldn't be a us versus them in mm. any way because it's so much deeper than that. And it's, you know, those comments like that, especially, you know, as someone who's been in the media spotlight for many, many years, like yeah. he... he he, I mean, he's he said a lot of controversial things in his time, but you would know that these things can get chopped and changed and yeah. circulated very quickly. And I, you know, I think stuff like that can very much light a spark to basically just create infighting amongst black people, which I really oh. think is is the very last thing that we need right now. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it it literally is. It's so annoying, and I have to say, and it might come across wrong, but it's the kind of nonsense that happens due to uh, generations of oppression. Which yeah. where there's a, there there are cracks in the framework and people start to stratify where they are. If it's mm. not in society, it's in 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 Hollywood. And I I, I think this is where I'm upset with Samuel L. Jackson mm. that he stooped to you give... hear that Samuel. We're upset with you. No, I, I know like he cares. <laughs> he doesn't even know I exist. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine, but, we'll, we'll, we'll at him. <laughs> no, but this is why I'm, I'm... And this is the only part of it where I felt that you gave voice to quite um, uh, a well-known trope within the Afri- within the black community of, of, uh, of infighting mm. because of trying to please 
uh, external uh, audience mm. and I think that's the sort of thing that we or people very prominent black people across the years have been trying to fight out mm. there is no us versus them it's all us but this is an experience that we've all had these are roles that it doesn't matter where I, where we're from we have a collective experience mm. and I think if you've got them that if you've got the talent you can definitely express mm. that and, and I, I just I think you know yes he he you know managed to tread the line by saying you know using these phrases questions oh i just wonder what that film would be like if an american brother did it fine he he managed to toe the line in that way but i think all color out of it you know as a fellow actor to kind of basically criticize someone's work which yes it was a question but it is a critical question you've not even seen it it just it just seems very have you not seen get out he, I, from what i understand and by all means listeners point me out if i'm wrong i yeah. when i watched that interview i got the impression that he hadn't seen it yet but he was planning to see it at some point oh then why even talk and about it just, it it just feels very dismissive to, to do that regardless, yeah. regardless of the, yeah. the underlying issue about you know black actors it just it's just doesn't seem like the kind of thing yeah. that you should do to anyone's work you know i don't think he would take kindly to that if it was the other way around that video that my uncle sent to me so you know it there was a one of the reporters was to, went out to talk to quite a militant uh, african-american lady and said that well, he raised up quite an important point that you arguing about this or maybe taking samuel jackson's uh, maybe initial position shows that you're uh, placing a greater emphasis on the suffix of the African-American uh, depiction of mm, people. Mm. Well, you know, if we are all black, then you're saying that it's the American part, sorry, not the African-American part, the African-American pre uh, uh, collective. Uh, what you're saying is that because I am American, I have more uh, right to these roles because ultimately that is the differentiating factor mm -hmm. and he said that feeds into the greater xenophobia that actually is more symptomatic of 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 certain countries and i don't want to say american because i don't want to generalize people but that is a sort of xenophobia yeah. which if you're thinking about it you're just allowing these hostile um concepts to trickle down into something where we should be bringing each other up rather than just you know kicking each other down yeah and, and feeding <laughs> yeah. into these things that we're yeah. trying to take out of the society so I've, i thought that was a really interesting take on it in in in, in the sense of it so i mean ultimately what, what did you think how would you summarize your your thoughts on this i mean there are loads of other films that we probably have not touched yeah. on that this is an yeah. example on ultimately it is it is as i've said you know i think that it is more than, even more than ever like you know compared to when we first started um talking about this it's it's more important than ever, ever to not start this infighting and start this division because ultimately that won't get anyone anywhere really mm. you know it's you've you've got to help each other along and i think you know you know it's good that he brought up something that is an issue but it was the way he brought it up it was quite offensive i think you yeah. know um and someone who's got such a powerful voice i just really hope that he would would have thought twice hear the backlash so. that yeah. happened and yeah. kind of wonder why that is and not just dismiss it and and maybe see how he and lots of other people as well not again mm. you know samuel jackson is not the be all and end all he's not the person he's but, not the, he's not the person who's going to turn this thing around but he has a lot of influence and if if he and a few other people actually directed yeah. this feeling we all have about things to 
you know, the very root of the industry, the, the movie makers, the money makers, then things could become very different very quickly. For know? the Harriet Tubman um, actress, Cynthia Envo, she, you know, came out on record and said she was very hurt mm. by the backlash that she faced. And, mm. you know, I'm thinking, you know, for a, a, a first-generation British, black British woman where her parents probably had to make the move from, um, I'm not quite sure where in Africa she's from, for what is most likely economic reasons uh, to come over to England and forge a way for their daughter to have to also fight to get to where she is. It's an insult mm. to someone who probably gave her an, 150% to get that role. Could there have been someone who brought a more authentic accent to it? Yeah. Maybe. But was that what I went into Harriet Tubman looking for in that film? No. I don't even really... I, sometimes... It, it's quite jarring, the accent. But, but most yeah. of the time, it's fine. Yeah. The ones that reach that level actually... Forgive that. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, as you said, you'd have thought Samuel Jackson, someone with that amount of clout, and also someone who's very aware of racial injustices, wouldn't have given light to, to, to that view. Um, I just, just lastly, I think that another angle which I uh, sort of discussed or was thinking about this is that this is just pure capitalism, in which... Hollywood represents a, 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 a quite a successful, huge economic structure. Um, as a result, you know, actors are the workforce. Um, the owners of the means of production in this capitalistic setting are the producers, and they will always go for workforce that is cheaper. Now, if we are to agree that uh, actors coming from abroad, i.e. these black British actors, are cheaper, therefore they will be the ones who get the role, what happens is that you then have a clash uh, where people aren't integrating in this new world of capitalistic, you know, uh, 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 in this capitalistic setting, that it causes friction between the disenfranchised original workforce and the new guys who are coming in who actually have to work harder. We see it all the time. We do, but I, I think that he would... I think that, for me, the capitalism argument, I think, is is not the main issue. It's not the main... I'm, yeah. it's, I'm just literally... What's the word? I'm just intellectual grandstanding in a way. <laughs> but it, I just thought it was an interesting comparison yeah, is, to, to, to say. Yeah. But I, I, I think the last thing I want to do is, is bring it down to... Of course not, the, the yeah. Kind of the money behind it. But it is, it is important. I, I do get that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Samuel, don't do it again. <laughs> is what, is what I'll say. Let you off this time, Samuel, but... Maybe don't say that again because it wasn't cool. <laughs> you know, as we said, it was. Um, I think it was more than coincidence that we're talking about this at a time where there's been, uh, you know, the spotlight has been on racial inequality and empowerment between the black community. I think it's important that there aren't the d- d- divisions along these lines, such frivolous lines. Yeah. Um, and we should. So they are frivolous. They are frivolous. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day it's something that's important that you know we're building each other up and it, as a whole we're building the, regardless of race you don't just start looking for ways to discredit someone especially if authentic hard work has gone into taking up my position if there is some sort of if there was an expose by ross kemp on the nepotism <laughs> between <laughs> the black well, you know black british actors fair enough but i don't think there is i think each and every one of them have earned their roles and let them enjoy it. Uh, the fruits of their labour. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining us. I know we've we've yapped and we've yapped and we yapped, but um, I've really enjoyed talking to you about this. You too. Um, thanks for joining me. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> Handshake.
um, I, I think that we're going to be coming to you with more film reviews. I think there's two that we're working on. But um, until then, please like and comment and share. Get involved. Watch, uh, listen to our other podcasts. And, yeah, um, and let us know what you think. You know, it's. I don't think there's a right answer to this. I think you know we're very. These are very much our views. But again, we have to remember that we don't speak for all of of black Britain for want of a better phrase yeah. and Samuel L. Jackson doesn't speak for all of black America so f- for me I would find it really op- eye-opening to hear what, what your what thoughts are yeah. Thinks, yeah. regardless of where you're from what your colour is it's, it's just an interesting topic and if you're listening from any other country in the world and there's some sort of similarity to this particular thing that's happening maybe in your part of the world that you can shed light on then please comment about it because it'll be interesting I don't think these things are always isolated I mean there are other things that yeah, it happens around the world definitely. but again thank you so much for joining us and um, we look forward to uh, talking at you again <laughs> bye bye